0: 1. Tita and I walked the short block from Key West Island Books to Duval Street, wandering between tourists as they window shopped, drank beer from plastic cups, and ignored traffic lights. It was nice to have her back from Boston and talking to me. The conchshell pink six-story Hotel Key West filled one corner block at Duval and Fleming Streets. Its color, faded to a dull white, a yuppie coffee shop took up most of the street side of the hotel's first floor, and the chalice room, once the hotel's trendy restaurant and bar, had its windows covered with brown wrapping paper. It would reopen soon with a new name and menu. Key West could only hold back change for so long. Tita stopped to look at the clothing displays in the large windows of excess. I wanted to get to Jack Flats a half block down the street for a late lunch. "'I love this outfit.' She pointed at a mannequin, dressed in designer jeans and a white blouse. I turned to look and caught the window reflection of a body falling through the air like a clumsy bird, with only the traffic on a crowded street to stop it. I turned and looked as the body crashed into a car's roof. A wide-brimmed straw hat, with a bright red bandana wrapped around it, hung high in the air for a moment, and then continued its swaying descent toward the street. It was the style of hat that workers along the waterfront wear, because the wide brim offers protection from the sun. I knew a guy who had added a red bandana to his hat, but I didn't think he was suicidal. Hotel Key West is one of the tallest buildings in Key West and, historically, has been the spot for jumpers but that didn't happen too often. People and traffic stopped, intrigued and shaken as their minds computed what they had seen. The hat hit the street and skidded across to the curb. Then an impatient driver beeped a horn. As if it were a sign, people began screaming. The woman driving the lead car in oncoming traffic stepped outside, pointed at the crumpled body and screamed. She had witnessed the deadly collision. The body's impact bent the car's roof, and the man driving couldn't get either door open. I watched him try. He panicked as blood from the victim began to trickle down the windshield. Tita turned when the pandemonium started and looked for the cause. What happened? She stared at the stalled traffic. I pointed toward the car, stopped by the door of the chalice room. She grabbed my arm. Squeezed it hard, and looked toward the roof of the hotel. I removed her hand, walked to the curb, and picked up the hat. Jay Brule, the guy I knew from the waterfront, kept a $50 bill pinned inside the red bandana. I found the bill and a half smoked roach that I tossed aside and walked back to Tita. People began to stir on the sidewalk, but traffic was at a standstill. Then, things really turned strange. Marked and unmarked Key West Police and Monroe County Sheriff cars came from all directions, lights flashing and sirens wailing. One police car raced down Fleming Street the wrong way. Two blocked the hotel's driveway entrance, while others stopped wherever they wanted to, encircling the hotel. An unmarked police van pulled into the middle of the intersection of Duval and Fleming and SWAT officers in black, bulky jumpsuits got out. This was more than a suicide. Key West Police Chief Richard Dowley came out of one car next to Fast Buck Freddy's Department Store, catty-corner from where I stood. Richard and I went back ten years. I'm Liam Murphy. And when I'm not sailing, I'm a freelance journalist. I live on my forty-foot sloop, Finney and Bastard. And during the years... I've picked up the moniker Mad Mick Murphy. Mad because of the crazy stunts I pulled in college and Mick due to my Boston Irish heritage. The name has nothing to do with being insane, though if you are insane and live in Key West, it makes many things seem sensible. Tita Toledo, a green-eyed Puerto Rican and younger sister of my college classmate Paco, practiced law in Key West. We have an on-again, off-again romance that we were in the process of turning on again when Jay's body tumbled from the roof of the hotel.